And we are live, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of the Expressions Podcast. And today I have an artist that I've been recently tapped in with that uh, I'm ashamed I haven't been tapped in with sooner because <laughs> I've had a shit on repeat recently, man. Um, I'm honored to be joined. By the one and only Cashivus. Cashivus, welcome to the fucking show, my man. How are you? I'm good, bro. Thanks for having me, bro. My nigga Vol put me on, bro. I fought with the shit that you doing, bro. That shit fought. Nobody doing this shit like you, bro. I appreciate that, man. That really means a lot. Shout out to Vol, bro. Uh, because I got put on to you through Vol as well. So uh <laughs> making all the connections out here, man. What a legend. Um so yeah, dude, you're absolutely fire. I'm so happy I've um gotten to listen to you for a little while now. But Vol, Vol, excuse me, Cashivist, tell the people, <laughs> where are you from, man? I'm from, I'm originally from Chicago. That's where I was born. Uh, fucking 1300, the Marshall Field Garden Apartments. But I spent a lot of time in like Memphis and Mississippi and shit, just, you know, moving around. My parents mm-hmm. split. So, you know, I'll stay with my dad. I stay with my mom. Yeah. Damn, I uh, I appreciate you so much for giving uh, the specific specificity there of where exactly you're from. I don't think anyone has ever been that specific before. Uh, what can you say about Chicago, though? What can you say growing up in whatever you just said, 1300 something, something, something? <laughs> I love it, though. What was it like growing up in Chicago, though? Uh, man, growing up, like when I was younger, it was cool. When I hit like 10, that's really like when shit got wild, like. You know, everybody knows Chicago like a dangerous place. It's not that dangerous if, like, you know, your neighborhood wouldn't be dangerous if you just know you stay out of the way, you're not involved in nothing. But, like, you know, a lot of times, bro, shit just happen. You know, you just be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, Chicago is infamously known for how dangerous it is, how violent it can be. But as you just said, as long as you have a good head on your shoulders, keep the head on the swivel right, you'll be straight out there. Oh, Has Chicago influenced any of your sound, any of your music to this day? Have you taken Most anything from the greats of Chicago? Because uh, I mean, definitely my yeah. uh my number one artist of all time, bro, is Chief Keith, bro. Niggas going, niggas gonna be on my head about that, bro. I don't care, bro. No, what? Closer. Whoa, well, who who's gonna be on your head for for supporting? Nah, bro, song, like so. people. People, people that be like listening like deeper into music, like you know, everybody follow music, they'll be like, Oh, how could you not say that like Kanye is not number one or no, like no, no, somebody no. like that? But like, bro, I be I just be thinking, like, don't get me wrong, but Kanye, Jay Z, all them, bro, they great, bro. But them niggas really weren't doing nothing special, but just talking on beats a certain way, like they had their own flow, you know. But all them niggas just like like they rapping. That they was doing their own shit. But like at the end of the day, bro, it's just normal rapping. Chief Keith came out, bro. He started doing like all that unique shit, bro. I don't know, bro. I just fuck with. I follow unique shit, bro. Yeah, now nah, I remember where I was exactly where I was when um Love Sosa came out. I don't like came out. Those songs changed the direction of just 
popular music in general, where it was going. I mean, dude, this dude was Billboard chart charting off the craziest shit you could ever think of. Bro. Those those old ass uh, Chief Key videos when they're all in the apartment going crazy. Yes, bro. Things on house arrest too at the time. Like, yeah, all, bro. Like, a crazy thing, bro. You know, bro. Fucking Polo G, bro. He mm -hmm. shot. He shot the finer things music video in the apartments that I'm from. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Yeah. That's crazy. You know, it, it, it's funny. I just had uh, another artist on. Uh, it's not out yet. It will be out soon. His name is the villain, and he's from Chicago too. He's hard, but um, another dude, Thirteen Degrees. He's from Chicago. You guys might know him, but he, the all of them. There's like this crazy underground scene, especially even right now in Chicago. And it seems like it's always been like that, where everyone's so like close knit. Everyone knows each other and everyone's all trying to go up. Obviously, people have their differences and their issues in a place like that. But at the same time, there's always dope, dope, dope artists coming out of Chicago. So it's it's really cool to see it's continuing to this day. So, Cashavis, we're here on this podcast because you make really fucking good music, right? Appreciate Tell the people, though. How did this all start? Why are we even talking to each other right now? Why did you even start making music? How did you start making music? Give us the origin story, man. All right. So um, I really I really just been like making music. Like I always used to like freestyle with my friends and shit for fun. Like who doesn't do that, right? Of course. But, like I don't shit, know. I'd be doing that too, bro. Trust Exactly. I feel like bro, my friends gave me an ego when I was younger because they used to say that like I was always the best like freestyler like they would say that I, I just like you know i was just better so, <laughs> so like they gave me an ego type shit so when um damn i can't even remember bro. i'm fried right now but uh fuck. <laughs> trust me trust me trust me i feel you bro i feel you you good though uh i remember bro i was young bro and i fucking i just started rapping i was hopping on fucking i don't even know just like old ass little dirt type beats like not no singing shit but like them them hard little dirt type yeah, I'm signed to the streets era type little dirt features. Yeah. yeah people don't know bro people unfortunately don't know they just know whatever like dirk is now i don't even i don't listen to it like that before. like that singing talking about you turn me on you be shaving off your pussy i don't know about that <laughs> i don't know nothing about that right that little dirt that little dirt wow I, I gotta agree with that. Shit that. Shit I, I'm the same, this is crazy, nigga. That shit too old. That shit brazen. That shit brazen. I was doing that. I was doing that, and then I was also hopping on like plug famous dicks type beats because, bro, my dad put me on the famous dicks. Like your dad put you on the famous dicks. Can you can you break that down? I've never heard such a statement, yeah. but I, I, I it puts a smile on my face to hear something like that. So fucking 2016, 2017, 2018 type shit. My dad, uh, he only he listened to fucking famous decks a lot. Like, I don't know why. But he just always would listen to famous decks. We would get in the car, he would hook up his fucking phone and he would just play famous decks. So, like, you know, this shit got stuck in my head. And then I downloaded SoundCloud and I'll be listening to Cardi and through related tracks, I found Duop Kane. And from there, that's like when I got introduced to like the underground type shit. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. That's the first Duop Kane song I heard. That's top three Duop Kane songs to this day. <laughs> that song is so crazy. Yo, that is Pierre snapped on that beat. Dude, dead ass. That is one of the best Duop songs. But even before that, I need to say, um, Cashavis's dad, if you're listening to this, you're one of the realest dads ever, man. Going to the car, he's like, nah, you gotta you need to listen to this famous decks, man. You gotta listen to this famous decks. I I think that's so fire, bro. I love that. Nah, my dad music taste really fell off though. That nigga, that nigga shit some ass. 
my dad music takes fell up. But I do, I do appreciate them years that he he did the service in though. He did for me on the famous days, bro. Nah, that and, actually is hysterical. Yeah. Oh, my bad. What you said? Nah, it's great. But then fucking, I just I downloaded BandLab. I started making music. That shit was buns. I could really tell you how I met Soprano, bro, because I met Soprano early on when I like started making music. Yeah, yeah, but, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah, no, I'd love to hear that story. And also, shout out to uh, Vol and Soprano, our uh, live audience today. Vol oh, just God. came oh. on to the pod a couple of episodes oh, ago. What the hell, Frankie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, there, uh, Soprano soon. Soprano episode coming soon, picture. too. Stay tuned. But yeah. I got into music. Go. I got into music, and I met a couple people that, like, still make music now. But, like, we all were on band lab and, like, starting early. I met Glow from the Foe and uh, Bag Season BJ, but he changed his name to ARP. It's more people that made music back then, but they quit. So, like, I, you know, shout out to them, but there's no need for name dropping them, you know. Yeah. But um, what's it called? Me and Glow are cool. We don't really talk no more. And me and BJ cool. We don't talk no more, but, like, you know, we still cool. Of course. So, from them, I started making music. I was just, like, making plug and B and plug. And nobody was putting good, accurate plug and B YouTube, like, type beats out on YouTube. So... When I came across Soprano, he was like the only nigga making the good Goyard, 30 yeah. Nick type beats, yeah. them summer yeah. type beats. Like, Prano was making them shits accurate. Like, bro, he had the leads that, like, niggas was not putting in there. He had the real Zan gang leads. Yep. I was like, yep. I was like, this is what I need. So right. it's so funny you said that, like, especially in the plug and bro, when you talk about Goyard, you talk about Zan gang, like those leads and just the sounds in general, you know, when the plug and B beats going to be fire, like within the first half of a second. Bro, yes, bro. Gonna, yeah. Them, them old ass uh, thrill boy type beats, spook Jamie type beats, like, oh, my God, bro. K Supreme type beats. Prano yeah. just had everything out on YouTube. All of it was accurate. So I was rapping on this shit, but I wasn't really dropping. So fast forward to like 2021, uh, Taliban. That was a collective with Margella, Bullyman, 800 Points, mm -hmm. uh, all them smoking skull, all them. They hosted tryouts, and me, Soprano, Gemini, Trench Baby, Eli all went to the tryouts. But That's I insane. didn't know Gemini Eli back then. I love Gemini Eli now. Them some of my closest brothers, but like we didn't even know each other back then. I saw Prano in there. And bro, I hit this nigga up on some fan shit, bro. I was like, I was like, oh my god, Soprano, you're so fire. Yo, lock in with me, lock in with me. And this nigga Prano egoed me. This nigga egoed me. We don't, we don't. Tim, please, please. This nigga, nah, this nigga egoed me. This nigga left me on follow back. This nigga went and talked to me, bro. This nigga went and sent me no beats. Hey, but it happens though. Look at where we are now, though. I don't know what he's talking about. No, I'm saying. So one day, bro, I went live and Prano joined the live and we were just on live chopping it up. And, bro, after that, bro, we fucking FaceTimed and, nigga, we sat on the phone just laughing our ass off for, like, hours, bro. Yeah. And, like, bro, since then, bro, me and Prano, bro, we been on that shit since then, yeah. bro. Like, that's my brother, bro. Dude, that's um that that's an incredible origin story. I love I love the amount of detail you just gave us there. I feel like I was really I feel like I was cashivist, man, and and that trying <laughs> trying try, try, try to get accepted, bro. That is insane. Yo, but let's let's bring it up to speed now. Let's bring it up to the modern day. Let's talk about where we're at right now. Cashivist, over three hundred SoundCloud followers. I'm a I'm a stickler for the detail, man. So I love to see the numbers like that. 
your big song kicked right now on your page, like 2,500 streams. I love that song. Uh, Wishing Well is another fire-ass song from you. Uh, Proud Sholo and Ivy's. Ivy's is insane. We're going to talk about him a little bit more. Oh, you guys have go. a great connection. Follow. I love Talk Shit. Proud Ivy's again. Um, you had a little little, little EP come out. I don't know if I'm going to say this right at all. Ameliorate. Ameliorate. You said it right. You said it right. Beautiful. Uh, that was very, very good. Wow. Another Ivy song. That insane. You have a little, you have a little song with Tana that I thought was crazy. Tears of Slime. It was really, really good. Uh, Jules, Prod Vol. Uh, Shadow Vol. Who's in the call right now. Off of uh, his Me and Friends Aww. tape. You have his sixth song with Beijing. Uh, Beijing, who I fucking love. Overall, Dude, I'm a huge fan of your music. I'm a huge fan of you as an artist. You're someone who I think is leading this ambient wave right now and definitely would like to know more of how you got into that. But first and foremost, bro, what does it feel like to see people are fucking with you? You got a whole community of people backing you right now. People fuck with your music, bro. What does that feel like? Is it something you've right. expected? Something that's like, holy shit, I can't believe that. It's I wouldn't say I expected it, bro, but mm. I definitely like I, I definitely accept it. And like I really, I really pay attention to it. Like I can literally name the niggas that I, I repeatedly see fucking with me. And then like, you know, you get people that like find a song probably through a repost, tap in once and like never go to your shit again. Mm -hmm. But for the people that like constantly fuck with me and like come back, like back to back every time I drop, every time I post a like repost, comment, all that shit, bro. Bro, that shit is just, I don't know, bro. It's crazy to see because it's a good handful of them, bro. Like, like, I don't know. My shit really, my shit takes some time to like get there on SoundCloud, but bro, I drop a post on Instagram and that shit go like, that shit go stupid first day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. And again, like that's all going back to, you know, I get my original question, right? Like, and for me from the outside looking in, I see all the people fucking with you. I see like that Instagram engagement, right? I go through all this shit. I do my research for these episodes, obviously. So, um, you know, I see the people in the comments. I see the people fucking with you and it's, it's crazy that as an artist, especially at your stage, when you start to get that love and you start to see that consistency, those same people coming back all the time. Like, as me as a listener, especially I'm on SoundCloud 24 fucking seven. When you open up the app and you you know, like all the people you follow, they're like the little circles up there. Yeah. Um, like whenever I see someone that I fuck with and I see they posted, reposted, do anything, I click on that bitch immediately. I'm like, oh, no, nah, I'm you, the right? same way. That's yeah. definitely one of the best features SoundCloud then added because, bro, Agreed. I feel like. My nigga, my nigga Javon told me this, bro, and like I really agree with it. Shout out to Jay. That he was like, he was like, niggas don't understand. SoundCloud is is not just a music platform. It's its mm -hmm. own social media within. Mm -hmm. Like it has a repost feature. It has a messaging feature. Like you can literally treat SoundCloud like Instagram. It's just nobody's really texting niggas on SoundCloud like that. But if you yeah. think about it, bro, it's literally you make a post. The post gets liked and reposted by your friends or people that come across it. And then you can text, you can follow a profile, all that. So I really started, I started getting more active on SoundCloud and start treating it like a social media. And I don't know, I found a lot of artists that I fought with. I feel like a lot of people found me through that too. Cause you know, yeah. you'd be active on the app, then, you know, it's going to show that you're being active. You're going to see like some type of gainage. Bro, I, whoever, wait, who, who's your friend who said that? Javon, 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 where uh, is he an artist producer? Yeah, his uh, his Instagram, Jay Zulin. He 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 made a beat, I think he only made one beat though, and I rapped on it. But he a fire artist. I need to tap in because that that man is 
speaking such facts. And it's a, it's a, you bring up a point that I feel so fucking passionate about, especially right now, which is I th- SoundCloud is more than just a place to post your music. It's a place to grow the most organic community around your music that you can. I see all these videos on YouTube and all these people talking about, oh, like, not as many people are blown up anymore. Like, oh, mainstream hip hop, mainstream hip hop is dead. Yeah. Yeah, and all that I see from my end, especially from the underground right now in the scene that there's different little scenes. Like, again, like you guys are in this ambient wave right now. Um, and also you guys do other types of shit, too. Um, there's this maybe this more like hard rock type sound, whatever you want to call that. But what I see from those guys and guys come up and especially look at a guy like Yeet. I saw a guy like Yeet blow up with the most organic community ever all on SoundCloud. Yes. Did his songs go viral on TikTok? The sorry about that was fucking everywhere. Yes. But at the same time, bro, like everyone was everyone. I've seen the same people in the Yeet comments every single fucking time. It's all these people who are pushing these people to the top. I look at like Osama Sun's fucking come up this past year, like insane, insane blow up. And that's all off of SoundCloud. So I I love what he what your what your voice said and and the mindset that I'm assuming you have now, which is treat SoundCloud like it's a place to grow your community. Because those those fans on SoundCloud, like a person like me, when I'm listening to an artist with less than 100 followers, I'm really fucking with you, bro. I am there the whole time from 70 followers to fucking 70 thousand followers, bro. Treat those people on SoundCloud like they're golden because they really are. So. I, yeah, thank you for bringing that up. I feel so fucking passionate about that. SoundCloud is one of the realest platforms ever, bro. For real. Yeah. So going off of that, talk to me about this ambient wave we're seeing right now. I've had a lot of people come on in this wave. I'm a huge fan of this style of music. Um, I had a bunch of guys from Recollections of Pain on, guys like Veli, guys like Trav, guys like Nora. Uh, obviously, I just had Volon, who's you know pro- predominantly produces in this. Cashvis, now you're on the podcast. What attract attracts you so much to this music, and why do you choose to make it? What about it resonates with you? So the ambient shit. Uh, I really, I really been making it like just ambience from the jump because like ambience, bro. It's all like a big ass shit. Like it's really hard to like split it up in the scenes because at the end of the day, you know, it all goes back. I agree. It's like you. I try to like segment it, but I, I do agree. I 100 agree with you. Mm. Yeah, so like one of my first songs, fucking, it's gone now. Like I took it down, shit's ass. It was called Run It, and it was probably Wi-Fi. You know, mm. it was a it was a Wi-Fi beat off YouTube. I was just fucking around. I, I rapped on it and dropped it. And I don't know. I just I follow Isaiah TG heavily. Like, that's one of my my biggest inspos. And you know, he do the ambient shit crazily. Fucking Wasp, bro. His album Wasp, Mismatch, and My Five, bro. Them songs like. Niggas need to go do their homework on them songs, bro. Those are some crazy ass Isaiah songs. I feel like mm-hmm. get overlooked, especially mismatch, bro. But um, so yeah, uh, I met Ivy's fucking. We were in a Discord server. It was this Bandman server, right? My my friend Yersky, fucking Queso, my nigga Silica. We was all in there, mm-hmm. and Ivy's joint, and he dragged me to a VC, and this nigga pressed me. 
he was like, he was like, yo, Cash, bro, you think you fucking Drake or something, nigga? Why your uh, DMs on Instagram don't work? And I was like, bro, Instagram be bugging. I didn't even like mean that. And he was like, all right, nigga, hold this. And then he left VC. So I was like, what did he? What did you mean? Bro, I check my DMs. This nigga sent me a 120 beat pack Dropbox, bro. So <laughs> I rapped on him. I sent him a song for his first Pride tape, and bro, from there, bro, we just been locked in. Like, yeah. And Ivy's Ivy sound has really evolved crazily like he went from making like his own, like him and his bros own like like 93 bro they had their little collective it was like ivy's 540 uh they had their own list like throw version of like a mixture like some plug but like they also had like the ambient elements in that shit too and from making that shit you know it was unique plus hard and now the shit that he makes like him and top bro they just got their own shit going bro I don't know, bro. I'm just like too proud of that nigga, bro. Like he, yeah. his sound really evolved. So you just essentially you've been around a lot of people. Obviously, you mentioned like you know loving Isaiah TG, being a huge fan of his music, and just being around guys like Ivy's and you know guys like Soprano, being hip to them and seeing what they were doing. Um, and you've sort of just been drawn to this ambient wave. Like, nah, like this is the type of shit that I'm on. This is this is what I really feel like myself making you know like i really feel like this is me yeah and then mm. deeper than that bro like uh recently bro you know shit happened and it came out is uh i don't know if i say that word a p5 but uh 20 world 20 world was like one of my favorite products he was a really big inspo to me i locked in with him before all this uh shit went down and mm. it was really it was really fun working with bro because that was one of my biggest inspos but like i always fucked with the ambient music, just listen to it like smaller artists than Isaiah. That's like in the ambient shit. Like all the niggas in D one, mm-hmm. my niggas, and I. And it's it's crazy because I used to listen to these niggas, and now I'm cool with them. Like yep. like Envy other bro, I love my nigga Envy, bro. That's Uncle, bro. My nigga Zang, bro. My nigga Zang is up next, bro. All them niggas in DPM up next. My nigga FK, bro. All them niggas go crazy. And I don't know. I just used to listen to these niggas. Now we cool, bro. And shit, fire, bro. Like. We all yeah. be working, bro. Shit go crazy. Yeah, it's so cool when you have those full circle moments. And I've definitely had a bunch of those, even on this podcast. You know, guys, the, the first one that comes to my head um, is my one episode I did with 16, the producer. And, like, the amount of time I spent listening to that man's production is, it's insane, man. So to be able to actually talk to him and be like, oh, yeah, like, I, I like, get him on the podcast obviously we've talked for a while and now i've gotten to know him even better after that it's really cool to have those full circle moments and it keeps you keeps you excited to keep going man you know you're like damn like if they're fucking with me why can't i keep going why can't i keep pushing this even further and further you know yeah so cashvis in i'm interested to know more about uh this collective that you're in vital worldwide or just vital i guess you guys might call it because there's a lot yeah. of really, really dope artists and producers in there. You got a guys like Six Evermere in there, uh, History Key, Historic. I, I, I think I said that right, but I fucking love his production. It's just a uh, High Starkey. Oh my god, I fucked that up. High Starkey, I'm sorry, bro, but you're fire. Soprano, a bunch of other fire ass people, man. What is it like to be in a collective with so many fucking talented people like that? Like really, really fucking talented people. Bro, I don't know, bro. And, and Vital, I really, me and Prano started that shit. Like, that's our collective. But oh, that's fire. The way I look at Vital, I don't even know, bro. I don't even look at that shit for the music anymore. Like, the bond that I done made with all them niggas and Vital, bro, it's really, it's really shit go deeper than music. Even though we all five 
and like you know everybody sound really correlate with each other like i think everybody in vital has a discog with each other if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. but yeah the shit just be fire bro like we all we all just be working and shit shit like you know we not really we not in no rush to go up you know shit gonna happen but like i don't know i feel like the memories that we making being a part of it just gonna be like worth it when we do go up yeah i'm i i say it all the fucking time but i'm such a big supporter of all all the music collectors that i see all the time and to be in a group of people that are all really talented but all also all have the same shared goals right you know you guys are trying to make your impact on on the world you know kick it kick your dent into the universe as i like to say you know really like make say like hey like we've made some of the dopest music ever impact as many people go on tour across the world whatever it may be whatever your goals are but this similar sort of hey we're just trying to go up simply put and to be around all those people all the time i always found it to be super inspiring just energizing to be a part of something like that and obviously with as talented as the people are in there it's yeah it's gotta be amazing it's cool that you guys started that so cashivist 2024 for the rest of this year man what can we expect from you musically projects singles bunch of hosting whatever it may be what what can we expect from you man because i'm excited i'm excited to hear well um i just started recording on fl like i just hopped off a band love i recorded I recorded two songs on FL. I just dropped a snippet for one of them. It was a it was a song dedicated to my nigga Ben. It just passed. Long live Ben. Oh man, I saw that. Rest in peace to him. And I, I honestly was not like that tapped into him, but I, I saw a bunch of people that I, I I know that I'm I'm pretty close with that. You know, we're posting about that. So definitely rest in peace to him. And it's terrible. Yeah, but I made that shit, and then I made some some trap shit, and so I'm be I'm gonna be putting out like. I hope higher quality music. Not that I'm not on band lab, and you know I'm just I'm just gonna still be working with my niggas because like I don't really work with nobody else besides my niggas. I barely even do features unless it's like you know somebody buy open. But I do got some I do got some crazy features coming in since I did like lock in with some of my new bros. Like okay, uh, you, you can expect anything? some shit. Yeah, you can expect some shit with Zane. Uh, I'm trying to get some shit in with Ian. Some more shit with my nigga Lade. More shit with my nigga uh, Eli. Uh, Mirror, of course. Mm. I probably, right, I love Mirror, bro. That's one of my brothers, too. I know that nigga, like... I know that nigga long, too. Not longer than I know Prano. I probably met Mirror, like, three months after I met Prano. Yeah. Now, Mirror is crazy because he really can do so many different things really well. Like, I, I he's in, like, every scene in SoundCloud ever. It's actually crazy, yeah. man. He's got a that crazy man made, ethic, bro. He done made the Dark Plug shit. He done did yep. that, that Vanguard shit. He done yep. did Ambience. That yep. nigga, him and Amir, bro. Amir and Amir, bro, I don't know. They were a crazy-ass duo. Uh, they had that one tape together. I forgot the name of it. but Yeah, the I know exactly like what you're green. talking about. Mm-hmm. That, it had a fucking change on there. The song changed by Mir is so crazy, bro. Like, my nigga Mir hella talented. Nah, he really is so fucking talented. Yeah, like I said, there's really nothing that he can't do. There's nothing that he that he doesn't have in his bag, I'd like to say for sure. Um, Are we going to get a tape this year? Going to get an album, anything like that? Something like that? Um, I don't know. I, I wasn't, I didn't make any plans for it, but... If shit go well, and you know I, I'm I'm in that mode, I really got to get in that mode. If I'm in that tape mode, then hell yeah, I'll pump a tape out. I'm I'm really trying to uh 
I want to make more different shit than just the ambience. Like, I'm going to lock in on my nigga Prano. I'm going to get a lot of trap out. And I started doing, like, no auto. I, I, I definitely love an artist trying to go no, no auto and just, or, or maybe they give like, uh, a, like not more of like a dry vocal mixing, not putting a lot of anything else on it, just keeping it very plain to the point. I think it gives a different sort of just stylistically a different style, a different feel to the song. And sometimes it even sounds better than when you're using all the effects and all that sort of shit. So yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing you. Cause I think you could be extremely versatile, just like a guy like me or we were just speaking of. Because you, you can hear it in your voice, bro. Like, you're fire as fuck. I mean, yeah. I mean, again, that's why we're here, right? Appreciate it. Fuck yeah. Yo, well, Cashivist, this has been real as fuck, man. I think a lot of people are going to be starting to get tuned into you more and more in 2024, more so than last year. And uh, we're going to start to see the come up come for sure. But tell the people, where can they find you, man? Socials, SoundCloud, whatever else you like to plug. Uh, my Instagram at Cashavis, my SoundCloud should be at Cashavis. I don't know. I'll be changing my name. No, it is. It is. It is. Uh, I'm 100% sure of that. (laughs) My SoundCloud Cashavis. I'm trying to get into Twitter, bro. I need somebody to teach me how to work Twitter. Hold on. I'm going to go see my Twitter at. I don't know. Bro, open that app, man, and just start typing anything that comes into your mind and just tweet that shit, man. That's exactly use that app. I got two Twitters. One of them is Trashivist, and the other one is one Trashivist. Yeah, <laughs> is there one you want someone you want them to follow, or just either one, man? Whatever one starts going crazy, you'll, you'll just yeah. Which hey, if y'all go look at them and I'm posting on one, just follow that one. That's the one I'm gonna be on because like I I still don't even know how to work Twitter for real. <laughs> I just be scrolling on here looking at like pictures and videos, and and some lame ass fucking NBA young boy fan took the at cash of it. So I looked it up and he got like young boy better in his bio. I can't oh even get my ad. Hey, hey, whoever the hell that is, man, give give this man back his hands. Hey, that. if somebody give Soprano, yo, if anybody in this podcast is watching, bro, get Soprano to at Soprano on Instagram, bro. You need chill, you need chill, chill, chill. It's in the work. It's in the work. It's in the work. It's in the work. Okay, it's in the work. Chill, chill, chill. It's in the works. It's in the works. It's in the works. It's in the works. That is insane. Well, cash of this man. If anyone's listening, please help this man work on Twitter, though. Please, please teach this man. Please teach this man. Regardless, Cashivist, give us a closing statement, man. Any last words for the people out there? Um, uh, if you follow my music, bro, I fuck with you. If you're watching this podcast, uh, you real for fucking with my nigga expressions, and uh, yeah, man. Simple as that. Cashivist, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, man. Much, much appreciated. Got you. And to everyone listening, make sure you go tap in with Cashivist. If you if you don't, you won't have a choice soon because he's going to be going crazy. He's going to be everywhere, <laughs> so you're going to be forced to look at the man. But get in, on, get in on him early. I suggest that. And as always, thank you very much for listening. And until next time.